0: It's every election. Before the 2016 campaign, an FBI lawyer changed evidence before a secret court. Before the 2018 campaign, the FBI was breathing life into the lying steel dossier. Before the 2020 campaign, you saw the FBI doing everything they could to make you think that Trump was somehow a Russian agent or shaking down uh, Vladimir Zelensky. And then before 2022, they raided Mar a Lago, all the while suppressing the information on the Hunter Biden laptop and suppressing anything that was derogatory to Joe Biden.
1: Not that uh, that sort of thing is really important to the people at the New York Times. Well, happy Thursday to you and welcome to America 2023. That was Florida Congressman Matt Gates. He's fun. He's been on my uh, television show on uh, Newsmax. How many nights have we been on so far, Michael? Eight, eight nights. Hey, so you got it right. That's uh, eight nights is uh, correct. Tonight will be night number nine, and uh, Matt Gaetz has uh, been great and uh, smart and good fun on uh, Chris Plant, the Right Squad, 9 p.m. Eastern time on the Newsmax channel. Be there. Otherwise, uh, you know, be some sort of pointillist cubist, whatever it is that you want to be. uh, I've got a lot, as always, to get to. You know that the national debt of the United States of America today is at thirty-one trillion seven hundred ninety billion dollars Plus, you know, a a couple hundred million here and there. Uh, Not a big deal because, you know, we're the wealthiest country in the world. So we can go bankrupt bigger than any country in the history of the world. Which I think is the plan of the Democrat Party, isn't it? And now they've got a radical left-wing, uh, a Bolshevik Democrat member of Congress, who's also a racist, uh, devout racist. Her name is Cory Bush, and she's got a plan. Are you familiar with Cory Bush? She says the craziest things, doesn't she? And uh, she's got a new plan. Her new plan is to take 14 trillion dollars, 14 trillion dollars from the white people and give that $14 trillion to the black people. And uh, how's that going to happen? Is that going to happen on a subway train in New York? Oh, gonna, what's going to be going on with that? Well, she's got a plan. I'll share that with you because it's reparations time in America, and $14 trillion is today's operating number. You know, in uh, California recently, they're having, and Gavin Newsom ran away from this, didn't he? The Democrat governor out there. He's run away from uh, their proposal. What do they want to give? $1.2 million dollars. Uh, that was not average, but uh, you know, African-American prayers could apply for money. There was never slavery in California, ever, um, under the United States of America. But never mind that. That's not important. The Spaniards, perhaps. They should sue the Spaniards and the Portuguese, and they should sue the Asante tribesmen in Ghana who sold their um, uh, fellow Africans from opposing tribes to the Europeans when the Europeans came down in big wooden boats. And said, hey, you got any people to sell here? And uh, the uh, Africans in Ghana said, sure, sure we do. Wait right here. And they went and uh, rounded up a bunch of Africans from their neighboring tribes. And they sold them for, uh, you know, various things, gold and stuff, to, uh, to the Europeans. And then the Europeans uh, sailed across the ocean blue and came over here. And it's a terrible thing. And it was centuries ago, for those who are, that are keeping track of the passage of time, it was uh, centuries ago. And uh, nobody alive today was alive then except Joe Biden, other than Joe Biden, but nobody else. So we've got uh, that going. I want to get into that today. We uh, started today with uh, Congressman Matt Gates talking about the corrupt FBI, how corrupt the FBI is. And the FBI and the CIA, they have tampered in, tampered with, uh, corrupted our elections going back to uh, Donald Trump running against Hillary, Diane Rodham Clinton in 2016, And then, of course, the midterms in 2018 and then the presidential election in 2020 uh, against President Trump, uh, against the Republicans, then against President Trump again uh, in favor of the Democrats, in favor of the Democrats, and then in favor of the Democrats again. And Joe Biden, who is a a brain-damaged sock puppet, is now living in the White House, which is kind of an interesting thing. And then in 2022, they tampered again, and Hillary Clinton has already— predicted that uh, what what is it, an evil right-wing uh, cabal of some kind, a vast right-wing conspiracy, is already poised to steal the 2024 presidential election. That's what Hillary Clinton has said. And uh, she also said that the 2016 election was stolen from her. Am I right?
0: Right-wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election.
1: That's right. That's 2024. And that's why the FBI and probably the entire intelligence community has to get involved in throwing our election in favor of the Democrats because, you know, corruption is kind of the norm in Washington, D.C. and and in the U.S. government. And uh, it's uh, so pervasive that I really I think we're going to have to adopt another language uh, hey, wait a minute, we are adopting another language. <laughs> it's Espanol. And you remember Barack Obama warned us years ago that we shouldn't worry about uh, the, the tsunami of immigrants uh, invading our country from the South that the Democrats are orchestrating. We should worry about uh, making sure that our kids learn to speak Spanish because the Democrat Party has a plan for the country. Instead of worrying about whether uh, immigrants can learn English, they'll learn English You need to make sure your child can speak Spanish. Yeah, because, you know, when you go over to Obama's house, they're going to have a lot of servants, a lot of servants. And that's what they always say. Who is it? Uh, Hank Johnson, who thinks that islands flip over, said just last week, and the Democrats say it quite frequently, that, um, you know, we need people to uh, clean the toilets and to uh, uh, dust out restaurants and things. This is the way the Democrats view... The Hunami of immigrants. Forget about the 107,000 fatal drug overdoses last year, a number greater than the total number of Americans killed in the Vietnam War and the Korean War combined. Forget all about that. That's uh, that's got nothing to do with anything. But you know, but it's not all good news. There's uh, there's some <laughs> there's some other there are lot there's lots of other news too. Retail uh, theft. Democrats have made uh, shoplifting and uh, mob shoplifting normal. They've normalized uh, crime. Uh, to the point where it's have you heard about the Target, you know the Target stores it's a, a French chain of uh, markets across the country and they're losing so much money how much how much money i'll uh, I'll share it with you that uh, their stock uh, numbers are plummeting their value is plummeting. they're shutting down stores in major cities and fleeing because they can't make money anymore. it's all because of the Democrat party and we got that and Theft cost retailers nearly $100 billion last year. And Cori Bush says, that's nothing. Uh, You know, I'm going to clip you guys of $14 trillion because, you know, they're the Democrats. And by the way, they're the party of uh, slavery and plantations and the bullwhip. And and Jefferson Davis, the Confederate States of America, Nathan Bedford Forrest created the KKK, big statewide leader of the Democrat Party. They're the party of standing in schoolhouse doors, the party of Jim Crow, the party of Sheriff Bull Connor, uh, the party of James Earl Ray, who shot Martin Luther King. He was a Democrat presidential campaign volunteer, uh, but pay no attention to any of that. Cory Bush is a Democrat, too. Probably tells y'all you need to know. Remarkable stuff. So I want to tell you about the retail theft and, and uh, specifically the Target uh, chain of stores. Remarkable stuff. Uh, and right now there's a, there's a big hearing going on uh, having to do with FBI corruption, Republicans in the House of Representatives. That's why it's important to control at least one House of Congress so uh, you can try to uh, get some accountability in Washington. It's, it's not easy uh, with all the filthy, rotten corruption. In, and it goes right to the top, right to the very top. It goes into the Oval Office and it goes into the editor-in-chief's room at the Washington Post. It's, uh, it's a remarkable thing to see. But we've got that, and I've got uh, a bunch for you on the corrupt FBI because they are corrupt. Remarkable stuff. And the Democrats, like Adam Schiffless and MSDNC, just dismissing dismissing the, uh, the Durham report because it's about them. And this is what information dominance is all about. We've, uh, we've got that. Uh, i got an update for you on Bud Light. Bud Light not doing real well. I was out with a friend last night. I uh, went to a, a rooftop uh, sports bar. And, um, and my friend, he likes uh, bottles of Bud Light, and he was getting bottles of Bud Light, but I'm not, I'm not getting I still haven't had a bottle of Bud Light since they politicized my beer of choice. Can you people just leave anything alone? You know, the NBA, the NFL, um, uh, uh, Coca-Cola, Bud Light. Is there anything? Uh, schools, uh, transgender. You see that uh, uh, Target is also catching a little heat because they've got little girl swimsuits that are designed for boys. Can you leave the kids alone? Just don't call them pedophiles. What do they call them? MAPS, minor attracted persons. And don't be critical of someone just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. That's what they're teaching in school now. Uh, also, Marco Rubio with a report on the Wuhan Red Death coming out of the Wuhan Institute of Virology. I came out with this report uh, more than a couple of years ago, but uh, you know it wasn't published by the Congress. Uh, but I was right nonetheless. So we got that update on uh, Harry and Meghan, who have a lot of issues. We'll just say they've got a lot of issues. Uh, and I've got uh, hilarious movie news, hilarious news out of uh, out of Hollywood, California. And uh, and we have an update on the Oscar Mayer Mobile. You know the Mobile, because we've got we got the Wienermobile going. As the uh, uh, there's also a story out of the West Coast. There is a a what? what how old is she? A thirty-five-year-old uh, woman. Who identifies as a 15-year-old boy? She's uh, th- and is that right? 35. She's a, uh, a woman in her 30s, and she identifies as a. She's 35, 35-year-old woman. She, but she says, "I'm a 15-year-old boy," and she hangs out with uh, young uh, teenagers, and uh, they describe her. They describe her as pedophile-ish, pedophile-ish, right? <laughs> you know, like Swedish, Irish. Pedophile ish. She, uh, she, and and uh, she identifies as he, as a fifteen-year-old boy, thirty-five-year-old woman. But this is honestly what the Democrat Party has done to women, uh, and to adults, and uh, to people, to humanity. It's quite extraordinary. Um, boy, I'm telling you. So, yeah, so I get the pedophile ish. But the uh, the Hollywood news. I think the Hollywood news is my favorite. My favorite. It comes with music. The story that I have for you about Hollywood. There's, uh, there's uh, music associated with it. There's gunfire. There's mayhem. Uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun, the Hollywood news. So uh, we'll, get to, we'll get to all that and a whole lot more, no doubt, no doubt, because things are happening even as we speak, and it's a three-hour-long program, and that's half the work day in Washington, D.C., at least. In fact, it's the only part of the day where anything gets done. Um, yeah, but uh, uh, from reparations to Hollywood, we got it all for you. Right now, let's go to... Uh, Let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's take a call. We're at 888-630-9625. Uh, I got Al Charlatan, too. Al Charlatan is in the news today. Fear not. Um, some Black Lives Matter, that we know. And um, when? Uh, I'll explain when. Adidas. Adidas also in the... Uh, not just Nike with their Chinese slave labor and all that stuff uh, lining the pockets of LeBron James, but now Adidas has some issues, too. And it has to do with uh, genitals, genitalia, gender, all these gen things. Let's go. It should be called Gen... You know, they got Gen X and Gen Z. It should be called Gen Gen. Guess they're like, Gen Gender. What is going on with these people? Let's go to uh, Matt calling from St. Louis, Missouri. Matthew, you're on the Chris Plant Show.
0: Hey, Chris. Uh, happy Ascension Day in Reparatopia. <laughs> and I've got... um. Three options I think are acceptable for reparations for you. And then if you want, I've also got to run down on the Royal family since uh, they're in the news again. Um, but, you know, reparations are a giant scam, of course, but uh, there are three, I think that I could live with um, the first one. And I think you and Mark Levin have mentioned this before. That's to make the actual culprits responsible uh, pay for it, which would be the demon crap party. And uh, for that option, people could keep coming back for more kind of like uh Stormy Daniels with a non-disclosure agreement. So, I, you know, multiple times at the, <laughs> at the trough would be good for option one. Option two um, would be a one-time thing, but acceptance of reparations there would be accompanied by automatic citizenship revocation and permanent expulsion from the country. Um, and they'd have to move at their own expense since they'd be flush with cash at that point. Um, option three, the greatly preferred option three, is the best of both worlds. It combines those two. Um, so the beauty would be it flips the script rather than the usual, you know, demon craps buying voters using our money. Instead, they'd have to pay, they'd be forced to pay to get rid of their own voters. So I think option three is the way to go if we have to do it at all
1: comes with uh, comes with deportation. Comes with deportation, and uh, also I think maybe the British royal family, the the, the uh, European powers that uh, that inflicted. Now I mean you know here's the thing: slavery. Like if you're Jewish, I think you should go to the Egyptians for reparations. Let's go back to Moses. If we're going to go in the way back machine here, let's get back to Moses and. Uh, Reparations from the Egyptians who built those pyramids. Uh, I think Israel should be given the pyramids as a make good. And the Sphinx, get that Sphinx too. Needs a lot of repairs. Have you been there? Needs. It's going to need some stucco or bondo or something like that. Yeah, reparations, that's a good idea. For uh, How about the uh, 20-year-olds whose parents came from Vietnam and fled communism? Uh, do they owe Cori Bush? Yes, they do. Who else? Well, everybody. Just shut up. The Irish that came long after slavery was done. With uh, the state of California, where there never was slavery, except maybe when the Spanish were going through. This is. Uh, these are. They're not good ideas, but at least they're racially divisive. And I do have more on Al Sharpton today, too. Yeah, I will uh, play the audio for you. I will share the audio of uh, Congresswoman Cory Bush calling for 14 trillion dollar race hustle, a shakedown, um, racially divisive, classic Democrat Party stuff. And uh, they're kleptocrats, aren't they? That's the uh, kleptocrat with a K. See. As they are the party of those Ks and all that stuff. All right, let's uh, let's take one more uh, phone call, and um, and then I gotta I gotta get to my Hollywood news sooner rather than later too, because my best girl and I were uh, laughing it up big time on the couch this morning. Let's uh, let's go to William calling from Silver Spring, Maryland. William, you're on the Chris Plant show. Yeah, Chris, I'm driving. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Are you being chased by paparazzi? (laughs)
0: No, I'm in the right lane going like 40 miles an hour making everybody upset. Anyway, um, Chris, we've had reparations now for 60
1: years. It's called affirmative action. It's called special rate lower loans. It's called special lower standard admissions to colleges. We've had it for 60 years, and nobody
0: brings that up.
1: Uh, And, uh, yes, and and the Great Society and uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson. and uh, Of course, you know, the Democrats implemented this stuff, so it's you know, largely been disastrous because when the government gets uh, really involved in administering any sort of program, uh, it normally turns out to be disastrous. But, it, but it's true, of course, from the Great Society programs and the, you know, then they came in and uh, demolished the nuclear family, which existed before, very intact in the African-American uh, population in the United States before LBJ and the Great Society. But you're right, of course, that uh, set-asides and uh, all kinds of government programs, including, you know, uh, college that, you know yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. one more thing, Chris, is that, so if they push this thing through this insanity
0: with reparations and destroy our economy, are they then gonna automatically say, okay, we're gonna get rid of affirmative action and special programs and stuff?
1: Well, I think you probably know the answer to that, don't you, William?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, see, here's the thing, they're, they're the left, they're not liberals, they're not trying to fix anything. They're trying to polarize and divide in order to win elections. And uh, it's another fake promise. We're going to give you a million dollars each if you vote for us. And the racist Republicans who, you know, uh, freed the slaves and then a Democrat shot Abe Lincoln in the head and killed him. Usual stuff. Um, Corey Bush coming up. So, left-wing, uh, radical, lunatic, glassy-eyed zombie protesters at the United States Capitol yesterday, and a Republican Congressman Clay Higgins had to manhandle uh, one of the... Was he non-binary, Michael? The uh, It looked like maybe a bearded lady. Was it a bearded lady in the video? None of testosterone. Protesting. Uh, it, it looked like he might have been suffering from low T, a little bit of low T thing going on there. But uh, we'll uh, we'll try to get to that, too. Well, let's get back to the uh, reparations, because this sounds like a good idea. I think everyone can get behind this. What do you think? $14 trillion is the uh, plan. Congresswoman Cori Bush, that's her name. House Dems introduced $14 trillion reparations proposal for descendants of slaves. You know, the Irish were abused, uh, railroads and uh, indentured servitude and... Um, you know, police, uh, you know, the, the reason, you know, forget about uh, police brutality of black people. You know that a billy club is called a billy club because the cops used them to beat up the damn Irish all the time. And a paddy wagon is called, paddy wagon is P-A-D-D-Y, which is a, uh, you know, sort of uh, for Patrick, right? Patty, Patty O'Reilly, Patty O'Shaughnessy and, uh, you know, all that stuff. And the reason paddy wagons are called paddy wagons is because the cops used to fill them with the Irish, because, you know, they had a reputation of being drunk and getting in fights and stuff. A, a well-earned reputation, uh, I might add. And, uh, and then the, you know, Billy Club, because they used him to beat the Irish, you know, Billy over the head. They got Billies and they got Patties. So they beat him over the head and then they throw him in the, in the meat wagons and they give him rough rides back to the station. And so I want reparations for uh, the Irish. And then there's the Basque side of my family. Must have been oppressed somewhere. You know, my name until I was five years old was Orteg, uh, Christopher Orteg, and my father was Jules Orteg, and had to be oppressed somewhere. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into that, and I'll get back to you. I want a trillion. I think I want a trillion. We should really offer everybody uh, yachts of at least 100 feet, at least 100 feet. Depending on how oppressed you were, you might get a yacht of 300 feet. might have to take Jeff Bezos's yacht and something like that. House Democrats introduced $14 trillion reparations proposal for descendants of slaves. This is a, a CBS station um, reporting the story. House Democrats introduced this bill on Wednesday, calling for $14 trillion worth of reparations. Again, keeping in mind that our national debt is currently at $31 trillion. So you add 31 dollars it'll top 32 soon enough. So let's add, let's see, so forty and we're going to have uh, you know a lot of debt i think that's going to be a lot representative cory bush announced the resolution during a press conference had a press conference and the press took it seriously claiming that the united states has uh, well let's go to the uh, let's go to the audio of the crazy radical extremist democrat from missouri um, who i mean i got to i got to tell you you're a democrat party here's a democrat congresswoman from missouri cory bush
2: the united states has a moral and legal obligation to provide reparations moral. for the enslavement of Africans.
1: Centuries ago. And uh, really, I think this falls to the Democratic Party, doesn't it? And, and uh, you know, Republicans put together the Union Army, elected the first Republican resident, uh, president, Abraham Lincoln, 13th Amendment, 14th Amendment, right? The, the Emancipation Proclamation. And uh, the Democrats decided to go to war rather than, uh, than put up with that. Uh, so uh, we got that. And the idea that Cori Bush believes that she's in a position to dictate morality in the United States of America, or any place else, is uh, rather ironic. You know, they use the words, but they don't know what they mean, Congresswoman Cori Bush. Here, here's her uh, hypothesis, that somehow over the course of centuries, uh, Whitey has... She should really just call everybody whitey, don't you think, has um, uh, accumulated a greater amount of wealth, and that should be stolen at uh, the point of a gun, you know, uh, the government. That uh, reminds me of the, the Obama administration official. Ron Bloom. Yeah, Ron Bloom, who said they essentially agree with Chairman Mao that all power comes from the barrel of a gun, and uh, that's the government, of course, and they want to take all your guns away so that only the government has guns. We know this is largely about power, that it's an adults-only, no-limit game. We kind of agree with Mao that political power comes largely from the barrel of a gun. Ron Bloom uh, of the uh, Obama administration, typical American Democrat. You may remember his communications director, Anita Dunn, also praised Chairman Mao. Uh, and here's uh, Cory Bush, um, you know, kind of living the dream here that uh, you got... Uh, you got the gun. You're the government, and those people over there have money. Uh, we're going to come take it.
2: We're looking at um, the black-white wealth gap, um, and which is about 14 trillion dollars. So there, there you there know, you we have scholars like Dr. Sandra uh, Sandy Darity and um, Jason Hinkle and others who have been working Jason on Hinkle. a dollar amount, looking at what that is.
1: Yeah, they're a dollar amount. They're looking at what that is. This is mental illness. The Democrat Party is mentally ill they, at the highest levels. This is uh, really extraordinary stuff. Therefore, the dollar figure that has been placed on, on this is $14 trillion. We'll just put that on the tab of the kids, including the black kids, and bankrupt them uh, down there. But at least they'll have a bunch of money on 300-foot yachts because that's, uh, that's the plan. Congresswoman Cory Bush... Uh, never mind that America is the arsenal of democracy and, and really the last best hope for freedom-loving people worldwide as China marches forward in the 21st century, paying off the Biden family for their acquiescence and uh, pay no attention, pay no attention, any of that. And they're expanding their Navy uh, to control the Pacific and to threaten our allies. Oh, yeah, Joe Biden, by the way, is in Japan where the hand can be used as a knife, and uh, he's in uh, Hiroshima. I'd call it Hiroshima rather than Hiroshima, because that band, you know, called Hiroshima. And, um, and my father fought in World War II as a Navy fighter pilot, and the Japanese, you know, they murdered about 50 million people in the Pacific, they enslaved millions, the sex slaves, they called them comfort girls. They, unit 731, uh, famous uh, the Japanese military unit that nobody knows about, uh, they used uh, prisoners of war, including Americans and Brits, in biological warfare, warfare experiments, just like in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Uh, the Japanese were working on that back then. But back to Cory Bush, he said, "Yeah, we like wage war and stuff, and don't let totalitarians take over the world. Um, and uh, we need to take that money and give it to me."
2: If we can continue to fund these wars, mm-hmm. when we can continue to put money uh, hand over fist, hand trillions over fist. of dollars trillions. Um, into forever wars, forever into wars. the defense budget, we have to make sure because we're talking about make sure. helping with things that are happening now when we did not repair what happened before, yes. which we are still yes. living through. Yes.
1: And which we're, we're talking about things that are happening now or hundreds of years ago, as uh, the case may be. This is... This is, uh, you know, it's, it's demented, but at least it's divisive, which is really the goal and the objective is uh, division. And since we're talking about Joe Biden, Joe Biden uh, is, uh, he's in Hiroshima. And, uh, he, and you see, he's, a, you know who our ambassador, he had Anthony Blinken with him, who's the guy that got the ball rolling on the whole fake uh, intelligence letter, right? And then he became Secretary of State, the number one plum job in the administration, right? And that uh, Jake Sullivan guy, the anemic, um, uh, he'd talk about low T. There's a low T, National Security Advisor. We've never had such a low T uh, as low testosterone, for Democrats listening to that. Uh, National Security Advisor. And also, uh, this got very little notice as well. Somebody broke into Jake Sullivan's house the other day. He's got Secret Service protection at home, but somebody uh, sauntered into his house, sashayed quite possibly into his house. But never mind that. And sitting next to him at the table was the U.S. ambassador to Japan. You know who the U.S. ambassador to Japan is? My high school classmate, Rahm Emanuel. Rahm Emanuel, the former and failed mayor of the city of Chicago, the former uh, Obama White House chief of staff, and uh, my Nutra west uh, classmate in my youth. Uh, and he's the ambassador to Japan for the Biden administration. He was sitting there. Um, looking at his hand, saying, why did I cut off my finger in a deli slicer accident? Uh, which he did. But uh, but you see, Joe Biden, he was going from Japan. This was his big Asia swing. He was going to, like, swing America. He was going to swing through Asia. He was going to Japan to Hiroshima. I assume he was going to apologize for winning World War II. You guys would have been so much better if they had won. I... Uh, you know, I, I, I may have told this story once before. I was in the Philippines a number of years ago in Manila and uh, staying at the Manila Hotel, which was General MacArthur's headquarters and then driven out by the Japanese, and then he returned, you may recall, back to the Manila Hotel. And very close to the Manila Hotel, there's an old Spanish fort. It's very medieval. It looks like a big torture chamber be, because it, it was. And uh, the Japanese occupied the Philippines, of course, um, before we even entered the war. Before they attacked us in Hawaii, and um, and I I went over and I with some uh, Filipino uh, people and they toured me uh, through this Spanish fort where the uh, their basement dungeons, basement level subterranean dungeons, and they rounded up the Filipinos that were fighting the resistance against the Japanese. They rounded up almost all men, but not entirely, and and they threw them down in these dungeonous rooms on the lower level of this this Spanish fort. And when they filled up the cells down there, they brought in fire hoses and they flooded the cells and drowned them all like rats and then had Filipinos drag all the Filipino bodies out of there and then they refilled the dungeons again uh, with people they had captured in the resistance and then they brought the fire hoses out again and they drowned them again and again. The Japanese seem so nice now, you know. You Just tell, I'll have the volcano roll, you know. And a Hatsaki and, and a Sapporo. I'll have the, and a miso. I'd like a miso, please. Uh, but things were a little different a few years ago. You know, they were, they were in imperial Japan. They had an emperor who was God and all that stuff. Uh, but in any case, Joe Biden is there and probably apologizing at uh, Hiroshima. Um, and then uh, Nagasaki, three days later, you know, August 6th and August 9th, 1945, uh, brought to a screeching halt, the most horrendous war in the history of humankind. And Joe Biden is over there. And then he was going to go to Papua New Guinea, and as I understand it, no U.S. president has ever been to Papua New Guinea before. I was at uh, Joe Biden in uh, Hiroshima. That's uh, two great bombs in history. He's uh, uh, First, we dropped <laughs> August uh, 6, 1945, and then we send Joe Biden. That's uh, honestly <laughs> another American bomb uh, in Hiroshima. And, <laughs> and they got Rahm Emanuel there, and uh, it's uh, Blinken and Sullivan and Nod honestly. But uh, then he was going to go to Papua New Guinea, and, and no uh, U.S. president has ever been to Papua New Guinea before. Uh, it's a big island north of Australia, and the Chinese are making moves with their growing navy uh, throughout the region down there, and um, and they they canceled. They, oh, oh, by the way, uh, New Guinea had announced it was going to be a national holiday. They had declared a national holiday in New Guinea because the president of the United States was coming. No president ever visited before. So they declared it a national holiday and Joe Biden said, "Ah, we're going to cancel. And then he was going to head on to Sydney, Australia. He was supposed to be in in, uh, Papua, May 22nd, and then on to Sydney, Australia, May 23rd and May 24th. But he canceled. He canceled. Because he's got to come back here to talk about the debt ceiling, which he's botched. And the Republicans have offered to increase the debt limit by 1.5 trillion dollars which will take thousands of years to pay off. But that's not enough. they got to increase the debt limit by, I guess, now $14 trillion because Cory Bush and reparations, something like that. So forget the national holiday in New Guinea. Uh, forget the presidential uh, visit to Papua. Uh, forget the visit to Sydney. And by the way, the uh, officials in Sydney are stepping up and saying, this is a catastrophe for the region, the president canceling this, um, because he's a domestic political failure because the Chinese are making moves all over the place over there, intimidating, threatening, and it was going to be of great significance, the president of the United States visiting. But they pulled the plug because they, they you know, because they got a stupid political domestic fight here. No, you need to raise the dilemma more. Oh, you guys are trying to uh, default the country. And it's all political BS. And then they go to Asia, and it's all blown up. It's, uh, it's a disaster. The boy is a disaster. All right, let's go to... Uh, Let's see. Um, Yes, Joe Biden, he's uh, he's all about that. Let's go to uh, the phones. Let's go to David calling from Fairfax, Virginia. David, you're on the Chris Plant Show.
0: Hey, Chris. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, sure. Uh, I was wondering if the descendants of the slaves would be willing to pay reparations to the 360,222 Union soldiers, uh, the descendants of those Union soldiers who died— freeing them.
1: Huh. you getting all caught up in history and technicalities and, you know, <laughs> all get, you know, caught up in who killed who. Come on. This is about racial division, David. This is,
2: this... Uh, no, 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 no.
0: That's what they want it to be about. But uh, the truth of the matter is uh, none of us owned slaves and none of them were slaves.
1: Yeah, and I'm not aware of anyone in the history of my family that was uh, ever involved. I, You know, I could uh, scratch the surface further, but, you know, uh, my peeps came over from the Basque territories long after uh, slavery, and my Irish people came over. As far as I know, you know, almost all the Irish came over uh, long, long after all that. Uh, and then they got hit over the head with billy clubs and thrown in the back of paddy wagons. So let's all sue each other. What do you think? This is the Democrat Party plan. It's really about Election Day politics, uh, racial division, and, and uh, breaking us down into racial camps to pit us against one another, because that's what the left does. And remember, these aren't liberals. This is the left. Please, please, this is supposed to be a happy occasion. Let's not bicker and argue about who killed who. All right, I've got Al Sharpton for you today. I've got Hollywood news. I've got Bud Light news. Got a lot of news. But right now, let's get to the Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio. I'm going to go to the Newsmax story online. Releases report on COVID origins. COVID origins. Senator Marco Rubio released a lengthy report, more than 300 pages, on the origins of the COVID 19 pandemic that presents circumstantial evidence for an accidental lab leak in Wuhan, China, being the cause. Imagine that. Here's Marco Rubio, a video posted.
0: They were doing things that virtually no other labs in the world would dare do because of how dangerous, how risky, how unsafe they are, but in China, they were doing it. They want to become the world's dominant power in every field, and one of those is biomedicine. And to do that, they have to cut corners and have to make decisions about what they're going to prioritize, progress or safety. So, so what the impact of this political pressure is on Chinese researchers is they're told flat out that they were going to prioritize making progress.
1: Uh, they're going to move forward with their bio programs and, uh, you know, safety be damned, so 7 million people or 7 million deaths attributed. It uh, His report says that Chinese officials, uh, they warned about problems at the Wuhan lab back in late 2018. And then... Uh, China hides documents from the world in November of 2019. And there's a nice lady that wrote an exhaustive book about it. Her name is Sherry Markson. Sherry Markson was on the television today talking about uh, Marco Rubio's 300-page report.
2: I think where Marco Rubio has gone stronger than anyone else before is in his conviction that the Chinese Communist Party leadership knew that there was a lab leak and knew far in advance. So in my book, Uh, What Really Happened in Wuhan, I detail that there was an outbreak as early as September, October, 2019. Uh, But what Marco Rubio has done is he said he's confident that the Communist Party leadership became aware of the outbreak and then sought to cover it up.
1: Which is not really a big deal because they're communists and seven million dead here, seven million dead there. That doesn't bother the Chinese Communist leadership which is seeking to dominate the Pacific region, region for openers and, and Africa and Latin America and Joe Biden decided to blow off that part of the trip.